Wichita is a gem of a city. I think a lot of the revitalization is happening from a younger generation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's, you know, back in the day, and, and I've been in business groups where we've talked about this, back in the day, there were kind of those iconic entrepreneurs that kind of put Wichita on the map to some degree, food industry, aircraft industry, stuff like that. And then there was kind of a little bit of a gap there where things mm -hmm. kind of got a little tired kind of quieted down, right? Mm -hmm. sure. And now we see, now in the last several years, this resurgence of energy around, um, and I call it almost entrepreneurial energy, but in all shapes and sizes of people mm -hmm. starting companies or collectively going together for projects. I mean, it, it seems like it's becoming more and more a community, not just a city. Welcome back to another episode of the Wichita Life Podcast. My name is Landon. Our first sponsor today is Il Primo Espresso Cafe. Il Primo is the oldest coffee shop in town and one of our favorites. They now have a few items from their fall menu out, like the pumpkin spice latte with pumpkin cold foam or the apple crisp latte with apple, brown sugar, and cinnamon sprinkles on top. Stop by Il Primo today and try out their new fall menu. Our next sponsor is Erica with Midwest Fresh Homes. The market has been really hot for houses the last few months, but it's starting to cool off a bit. But that doesn't mean you can't get a great deal whether you're buying or selling a home. Call Erica with Midwest Fresh Homes today to see how she can help you get the best deal on a home. Today's guests are Matt Lilly and Richard Ryerson of the Next Level Method podcast and organization. Next Level Method is about just that, taking you to the next level. We talk about their background, how Next Level Method came to be, and about the upcoming conference on October 15th that is free here in Wichita, as well as much more. Enjoy my conversation with Richard and Matt. All right, I'm here with Richard Ryerson and Matt Lilly from Next Level Method. How are you guys doing? And nice to see you again. Yeah, thanks for having yeah. us on the show today. Yeah, absolutely. So um, for those of you that don't know, I have interviewed Richard before, so we get, went pretty in-depth in his backstory. Um, it's mm -hmm. been a little while, so I'm sure there's some new stuff to talk about, um, but I'd love to dive in a little bit into that. With, but uh, for Matt, I don't know yeah. you very well. Um, and so yeah. if you, each of you just want to do kind of a short synopsis of um, who you are, what you do, and we can start off there. Beauty before age. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Well, I'm Richard Ryerson, like I said, been on your show before, and I'm a local Wichita, born and raised here, lived here my whole life, uh, except for the 10 years I was active duty in the Marine Corps. But uh, pilot by trade, but became uh, a leadership coach, and I consider myself a leadership expert and started a, been as a business since 2007 mm -hmm. officially that I've had a business, a consulting business, speaking business, and started a podcast, which you interviewed me on the mm -hmm. show a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. And um, through that podcast, you know, feeding the business and speaking and coaching, and then through that, uh, Matt reached out to me, and that's how I met Matt. I knew of Matt because a bunch of my friends had worked with him mm -hmm. when he was doing the assisted living stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, Matt approached me, and we started talking about podcasting, and then one day after about a third meeting, I said, well, why don't we do it together? So that's when we started Next Level Method. So I'll let Matt speak to the, the, the genesis of Next Level Method, but I'm proud and, and honored to be associated with this because it's, it's a, a dose of leadership was at a pivot point and still is mm -hmm. kind of an inflection point. And I was kind of like, where do I take this? Where do I go? Mm -hmm. And a lot of what Matt talks about and what we talk about here at Next Level Method seemed to align with where I wanted to go with my own personal life. And, and, and uh, Matt and I seem to kind of be on that same inflection point and same mm -hmm. point in our lives. Mm -hmm. And so it just seemed like a natural fit 
for me anyway to yeah. to kind of join forces with Matt and and see where we could take this. Very Definitely. Cool. So my backstory. Yeah. So I was born and no. Um, <laughs> the uh, I, I uh, went to WSU for a while. They threw me out. I, I'm completely transparent when I talk on podcasts, right? So <laughs> yeah, they threw absolutely. me out. Some, something about having a 1.8 GPA did not meet their academic standards <laughs> at WSU. So they threw me out. I went to Butler for a while, but and then I, I went to Manhattan, lived for a while, and then I came back uh, to Wichita because I really loved Wichita. I loved the business environment of Wichita. There's a lot of business heroes, I kind of would think, that, mm -hmm. you know, that we have around Wichita, kind of some of the, you know, the guys who founded Pizza Hut and Rana Center, I mean, all the kind of the iconic business guys. And so I thought, you know, I want to be in business. So I came back to Wichita in 96. Um, and I started buying rental houses of all things. And then I thought, gosh, I should be, if I'm going to buy these rental houses, how do I get access to more information? I became a realtor. Hmm. And so then I got so busy actually representing other people, I had to sell my rentals because I didn't have time to work on the rentals. And then eventually I founded a company called VIP Realty Center and had a couple offices here in town and eventually sold that to a Colwell Banker in uh, 2005. And in the midst of that, I uh, met uh, my family uh, doctor or my personal doctor, uh, Dr. Greg Lakin. Uh, he and I began to talk about developing some metal, medical stuff. Okay. And so we, so we ended up building a, a nursing home with another uh, or partner, uh, Fred Hermas, out west. And then that developed into a whole campus. And then we did the same thing in Derby, Kansas. And then we uh, built a um, skilled nursing unit over at uh, Reed's Cove out east. So we kind of yeah. have a kind of, and we still own and operate the, that portfolio. Uh, we have a, a director of operations or president of operations that runs that. And then if that wasn't enough, I thought, you know what? I love fitness. Uh, I, I, think, uh, I think I'll get in the fitness business. So I op opened uh, OptiLife Vitality Club and Spa out at 13th mm -hmm. and, oh, yeah. or sorry, not 13th, 21st and mm -hmm. Webb. And I'm out there almost every day, either working or working out and enjoying that facility. We have some great staff and some great members and love everything about being healthy and fit. And, you know, that's uh, part of living a long life. And uh, in the process, had a, you know, got married and had a couple kids and they're fairly young. So I got to I got to stay young if I want to keep up with those kiddos. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I, I've been to OptiLife a couple times uh, yeah, just yeah. with a couple friends, and it's a great yeah. facility. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, thanks. And so then out of OptiLife, uh, actually out of COVID, was born uh, the newest venture, which is Next Level Method. And that's really about, well, I'll let you ask questions. I'm sorry. No, yeah. What, yeah, so what, I guess what, what was it about? Was it mm -hmm. kind of in the works pre-COVID, or was it COVID that really sparked a thought, or what was that process? A little bit of both. So I had done a course called Inspire 1.0 at OptiLife. We have an education room. And I did a course with a live course with about eight or nine people. And it was an eight-week course. Uh, every Wednesday night, we'd meet for a couple hours. And just really, you know, my background has kind of been fairly diverse as far as professional. But then also, um, since I didn't finish my college uh, education, I just kind of took on my own curriculum and said, what do I want to learn out in mm -hmm. the world? And so, uh, gosh, what was it? Probably in, I don't even remember, 2007, I went to a Tony Robbins workshop out in uh, California, mm -hmm. a three-day workshop, because I wanted to get motivated. I didn't think I was motivated enough. I was <laughs> opening businesses right and left. I was like, I need to get more motivated. I'm tired, <laughs> right? And so I went out to Tony Robbins, and that was just a game changer. That was uh, three days of uh, just opened my eyes to whole new things that I'd never experienced before. Uh, kind of tapped into who maybe what my soul was and and some of maybe what my soul wanted to do in life and and so that kind of started that process and then i ended up spending a lot of time doing uh, tony's work and then i ended up going to uh india uh, a lot uh, four times and one time you know for a month at a time sometimes and 
Japan and Australia and Bali and mm -hmm. Fiji and I just wherever the world I thought, gosh, here's a cool teacher and here's a cool class. I just went and did that thing. Gotcha. Um, okay. Also did some executive training through um, uh, an executive uh, education firm out of Dallas called Stegen. And so kind of did a year long kind of master's type program through Stegen as far as and it was really about leadership, but self-leadership and then okay. how to lead your teams. And so just had all this stuff. And so I kind of put some of that in that first course. And uh, I didn't know how it would land. We did, like I said, an eight-week course. And after that eight weeks, I, I just asked the class, I asked the people there, I was like, well, how did this land? What did you like? What did you not like? Yeah. And, and they started telling me some of the most incredible stories. I was just crying with just like appreciation for like they they were transforming the way they looked at life they were a lot of it was around their relationships or relationships with their kids or where they're deceased uh, in some cases they're mm -hmm. deceased kids husband husband and wives reconciling stuff that had been hurts in their life for years and i was just like blown away and i was like wow this is really cool and so we were really thinking about how to formulate this into an ongoing class and then like the punchline to every major story right now, and then dun, 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 COVID hit, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Of course, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. then COVID hit. And so, and then we closed OptiLife for two months and the healthcare businesses were definitely struggling with COVID. Uh, you know, we're in the senior care business there. And so really it was just like, what's gonna happen? You know, are we gonna stay closed forever? You know, mm -hmm. are we gonna, you know? And then through that, it kind of went, I was on the virtual platform every day, right? So I was like, in zoom every day working right. and that kind of opened me up to wow there's a whole world out there that we could help touch you know we could provide information to people all over the world right and so and that's when next level method was born and it was born pretty much because i thought well how do you take your life and i kept saying like well how do you take your life to the next level how do you take your nutrition how do you take your... i kept using that word next level mm -hmm. and then you know i went out there and tried to find something that was dot com and i ended up with next level method.com <laughs> oh, so yeah. not exactly scientific but <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah that's that's kind of how it, it got formulated i would say awesome okay and so right now what does it look like so you did kind of an in-person class at optilife yep. you've yep. kind of dove into the the zoom world a little bit uh -huh. as everybody mm -hmm. kind of has the last year and a half or two years now yep. um so what makes yep. up next level method so clearly you guys are in a podcast studio yep. you have a podcast yes um, we have what other level. aspects conference that kind of thing yeah so we have a conference coming up so we originally did a virtual class um with a beta class that had about 20 to 30 people in it and so we had a virtual format um and people would come on and, and I had daily, basically five minute mini lessons and they had to come on every day. And, and we, there was uh, a lot of value was created there, but for me, I was missing the in-person thing, right? Yeah. I was just missing being in front of people. I personally, just through COVID became, went from kind of an introverted uh, person to a kind of an, in, or sorry, extroverted person to kind of an introverted person, still, I would say recovering to some degree from that. Um, found out that I had some like social anxiety that I didn't know I really had. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, so we said, you know, that was cool and the virtual thing was nice. It was, um, I think it was six weeks, but let's do something live. Let's just get back together with people. And so, you know, I have had formed a team, Richard being part of that team and some other really cool people that we work with. And so we said, let's just do, let's just throw something out there. I've done live workshops in the past, uh, some meditation workshops, some mindfulness workshops where we had hundreds of people come, and, but they were typically in LA and Washington, DC. They weren't mm -hmm. actually here in Wichita. And so I said, let's just do something in Wichita. And we, we, we priced it and we said, okay, let's do a, uh, you know, an all day event and kind of had a price for it and put it out on the website and everything. And the more I sat with it, I just thought, you know what? what I need right now is to be around people that are inspired. 
right? Mm-hmm. That are inspiring, but inspired and want more out of life. Want to mm-hmm. want to look at you know how do how do we how do we literally take our lives to the next level on different fronts? And so we brought a you know some great uh, people together that are kind of working this the personal transformation, self-development space. Mm-hmm. And we built a curriculum, a one-day curriculum. And so we're getting ready to roll that out. And we, and and instead of pricing it, we said, you know what, let's just open it up and be free, right? Yeah. So so myself and some other people, we kind of just donated the funds for the deal. And it's about 20 grand to put this thing on. And we said, let's just, but let's just open it up so anybody and everybody can come, sure. right? Anybody and everybody. So it, it, there's, you know, there's no catch. There's no, you know, an hour in. There's no, hey, now it's, you know, for no the next stuff. hour. Right, <laughs> right. Right. Cool stuff. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. No. It's just, let's just get together and, you know, look at our lives. So we have pillars at Next Level Method. You know, we have uh, uh, energy, elimination, relationships, and purpose. So we're going to filter. Th- that's kind of the filter for the day. And then we're mm-hmm. going to take, you know, everybody in life is working on something, some area of their life. Mm-hmm. And so we take that area and we run it through those pillars, uh, pillars, and we build a blueprint. And mm-hmm. so by the end of the day, um, and it's a long day, it's a twelve-hour day. It's a commitment to come because mm-hmm. there's a lot in it. You're going to get a lot of value out of it. But out out of that twelve hours, you have a definite blueprint. And then over the next thirty days, uh, we're actually, I think, uh, next week releasing our apps. So we've been in app development for a long time, um, or it feels like a long time. It's less than a year, but it feels like a long time. Right. And we actually launched the app next week. And so we have a free uh, app that people can go to where the community will reside. So you can stay connected to the people. Because mm-hmm. that's the big thing about Next Level Method that drove the creation was I'd go to all these workshops. I'd go all over the world and do all this cool stuff. But then you come home and, you know, you text people for a while or maybe yeah. there's a little Facebook thing. But after, you know, 30 days or 60 days, that thing just washes away. And you have yeah. one, or two, one or two people you may stay connected with from that experience. But it, it just dies away. And I said, well, how do you go have an experience, but then stay connected, right? right. So that, because, you know, if I run into those people or yeah, I've reached, actually, Judy Glover, one of our uh, featured speakers and, and a coach uh, for us or with us, um, you know, she was somebody I met at Tony Robbins. I hadn't really talked to her for a long time, about 10 years. But mm-hmm. I was like, hey, I think she would like this. And so we reconnected that way. So, sure. so, so we stay in connection. Uh, and we have actually have then you have your blueprint and we help integrate your blueprint over that next 30 days through live calls, through coaching, just, mm-hmm. you know, how do we help people improve their lives, right? And that, yeah. you know, how do we make the world a better place? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's something to that, the follow-up steps. Uh, my wife yeah. and I have been involved with Young Life for a long time. Oh, and so course, we... Yeah. we Every summer, every other summer, when COVID's not around, we go yes. to summer camp in Colorado or wherever, and it's a pretty intense week. The uh, uh-huh. the kids don't have their phone; they get kind of a talk every day, that kind of thing. We dive deeper, kind of get to know them even better. Um, but then after the fact, like one of our most important things is to do a follow up within like a week, yep. and then after that, it's just kind of touching base and continuing to grow that relationship. Because again, if you just go to a one day thing or a one week thing, it's awesome, and you're kind of we call right. it the camp high. Right. Um, but after that, <laughs> right. it definitely right. kind of fades off, and like right. you kind of lose any progress you had if you don't keep building on that. Exactly, and that's what I would find. You know, I would go get all this great information, great tools. Like I said, that even that three day event, I came back and I was just friend picked me up from the airport. And I was like, da 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 da. I was just talking, 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 talking <laughs> for like five, six hours. I mean, I was just I, their eyes were this big around. It was just <laughs> it was like, and that's why my dad was this way and my mom was right, this. I right. just had a lot of clarity, right? I kind of yeah, had yeah. that high, and then. The the next day, uh, funny enough, I was I was actually in the shower. I was washing my hair. I remember very vividly the next day I'm in the shower. I'm washing my hair. And I thought I could feel that 
that camp high, as you described it, <laughs> come down one notch. Like if it was at 100 the day before, it was like 95 or 90. Yeah. But I could, the weird thing was I could feel it. I was like, you know, a little bit of worry started to slip back in there. What do I got to do next week? Right. You know, and so, and I went, and so I just stopped myself. I literally just stopped myself and I, and I made a commitment. I said, God, if you'll give me this day, the day I had yesterday, if you'll give me that day once a year, I will mm -hmm. do anything. I will go anywhere. I will do anything you want me to do to have that day back. Mm -hmm. And literally that commitment, I can feel it. I can feel the chills in my body right now. That commitment set so deep in, into my soul that, that I, that's why I started traveling the world. I yeah. literally, it was like, I'll do whatever. I'll do, if, if you just bless me with that one day, I, I'm yours. Let's go, let's go do some fun stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And wonderful life experiences came out of that and that continue to unfold to this day. I think that was, uh, God definitely kept his promise in that agreement mm -hmm. that day. Um, and so now it's just a matter of how do we, how do we package it? How do we package stuff for the new uh, world that we live in? Right. So, right. you know, there's a lot of fear around things. There's a lot of pullback. Yeah. And so yeah. how do we lean, how do we lean back in? We had a speaker on our podcast not too long ago that talked about, you know, everybody talks about going back to the way it was or, or, you know, uh, you know, once we get back to normal and it was the like, new normal and the, the, yeah, new yeah. Normal. it was like, who, who the heck wants to go back to, I mean, if you was. really think about it, nobody really wants to go. I mean, that's probably not true. There's probably people that want to go back to the way it was, but the way it was, wasn't necessarily, uh, great and right. Great. And inspiring us to be the best version of ourselves. Right. Absolutely, we may have yeah. been thinking about it, but man, for me, it yeah, made me reassess. I think COVID accelerated yeah. the kind of dysfunction that, has been brewing for quite some time and mm -hmm. yeah and, and you know one of the things hearing matt tell that story i've heard that story a couple of times and there were some elements that I, yeah. I just heard for the first time in there so i appreciate what you, some of the stuff you said but that was a, a lot of the reason why i was attracted to um do this podcast uh with him and be a part of this amazing group because the thing that we both I've kind of been hungry for, and I've seen elements of it even when I started on Dose of Leadership and doing that. I tried to create these uh, twice. I've tried to create communities, and I even had I was fairly successful even during COVID when it was virtual, but it's kind of died off, you mm -hmm. know. And I struggle to find that. I think it's because I don't have a lot of the, the 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 support and the staff and the team, and I felt like that's why I was drawn here. I was like, okay, now I've got people who think the same way that I do, right? And we know, and Matt and I both know, we've met, we come across people who are hungry for that sense of community. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want to make sure that we keep alive during this yep. whole time because, and that's why we want to do more live events. We were talking yeah. yesterday, we used that term campfire with our yeah. guests that we had on yesterday mm -hmm. in our podcast and who's going to be a featured speaker at the event, uh, Dr. Devin Brana here in town. We were talking about this sense of campfires, right? And building campfires. Yeah. Because when we're on this social, it, it just doesn't, and it's it's empty, right? And the app's going to be great keeping people connected, but we want to make sure we have these kind of series of live events so we can get around the campfire and see right. each other's eyes and see each other's souls mm -hmm. so that we can continue this kind of momentum of, because we, I don't know, we feel like that's the only way that we can kind of not only individually take ourselves to the next level, but mm -hmm. start to kind of patch some of the holes of this kind of leaky boat. Yeah, yeah I definitely, yeah, 110%. Yeah, hundred ten percent. And you know the reason we, the reason, and so we started. You know that's the event coming up on October fifteenth. But we started doing the yeah. podcast because I just started thinking, how do we get this information out? And in the beginning, it wasn't even how do we attract people to come in and talk to. It was really just how do we get this information out? Mm -hmm. And I was literally sitting down with the team. I said, well, who's local that's really good at this podcasting stuff? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And then they were like, well, there's this guy named Richard Ryerson. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, and so, and and a couple of our team had already actually somebody had. Uh, uh, Damaris is actually one of her friends had 
told her a couple days earlier, hey, you need to connect Richard and Matt. And then she hadn't said anything. And then like two days later, I'm in a meeting. I'm like, this guy. And she goes, oh, no way. You just said, Richard, I'm supposed to tell you that you're supposed <laughs> right. to connect with him. <laughs> right. And so we, just, again, like he said, we just went to lunch a couple of times and realized that, you know, our passions are, are very aligned uh, as far as people and being community. Both of us, I would mm -hmm. say, if I can speak for Richard, really miss being a part of a community. Yes. It's not mm -hmm. that we're just saying, hey, come be a part of our community. We're saying, no, come be a part of the community, right? You, right. I mean, there's no, there's no uh, peer, it's, it's all peer to peer, right? It's not right. that we know all the answers to everything in life. That's not the case. Yeah. We're still struggling. We're still learning. We're, we're still evolving. It's more of, hey, let's get together and kind of look at life hacking and best practices. And yeah, we have a method and we have a formula that we can put these things through, but ultimately, it's that person-to-person -person mm -hmm. connection, and that's what lifts us all up. That's how we learn, right? We we're yeah. a herd. We're herd animals, right? We, we we learn from watching others do things and listen to others do things. Well, you said something there that I think is a key point that I think that I know that we want everybody to understand about next level method is like we're not a group of celebrities mm -hmm. or know-it-alls or look at our patented system. Mm -hmm. We want people to understand that we're in this fight with them struggling with the same struggles that they do right mm -hmm. and we've seen but but at the same time we've all of us some, we've seen some progress and success yep. in our own personal lives because right. we've been intentional about some of the things that we talk about here exactly but we don't have it all figured out right, right. we're still oh, trying yeah. to figure it out yeah. ourselves and i think that is a powerful thing that sometimes you don't get in a lot of these kind of communities or these it's sometimes it seems to me anyway it's always about the individual, the celebrity, right. the person. The, the celebrity, and yeah. yeah. And, and we talked about building a really a community-based model versus a star-based model. So yeah, a lot yeah. of what Richard's talking about is there's a lot of speakers out there, Tony Robbins included. I mean, he's mm -hmm. an awesome, amazing guy who's impacting the world usually, but he's got a star model. He's the star, and right, right. everybody else comes to see the star. And we said, that you know, that, that works, obviously, uh, very successful, but we want to build a model that's more around community so that all of us have the opportunity to rise up and contribute. And by contribute, I don't necessarily mean financially necessarily. I mean really contribute our gifts because that's how it happened for me. Like I, I was looking for something, I went, I started learning all this stuff and then I started talking to other people and saying, well, actually right. I do know a few things about this and that and the drama triangle and the empowerment mm -hmm. dynamic and which Richard studied as well. And it's kind of like, hey, I've got some tools in my tool bag over here and if this can help you. And so I started handing people my tools and they were like, hey, this actually helps. And so, yeah, it's more of those sharing tools in a community of people. And that's what I like so much about the podcast was, uh, and the original intention was just kind of get the word out about who we were and what we were doing in our method and our yeah. education. And, and what happened was, you know, Richard was able to attract such awesome speakers because he's been doing it so long that literally, I mean, show notes, every after every show, I have like a full page of notes. It's like I'm getting an education. Yeah, selfishly, me and Pat are getting some, uh, yeah. some great exactly. <laughs> I oh, said, yeah. I know that feeling. Yeah, exactly. oh, yeah. yeah, it's amazing. You're, I'm sitting there going, because, you know, we bring on people on the show that are helping other people get empowered, helping them empower their life. So it's mm -hmm. like, yeah, I'll write all these notes and then we'll take that and we'll go back and look at the app and we'll look at kind of some of the verbiage on some of our stuff or look mm. and we'll go, hey, let's incorporate this here. So we get all these little nuances. Yeah. And so really, as we're as we're developing, we really look at how do we attract people into the app because the app's free. Mm -hmm. How do we attract you know users into the app, but also how do we attract people who are inspirers or contributors to the mm -hmm. app as well, so that we're really building out that community of, of resources for people, so that when you're having a struggle, you know, with with diet, exercise, but you know, relationship stuff, that there's a whole community already there waiting. There's a group there that mm -hmm. you can t connect with, right, so that you can have support and you know, I've been part of a, a kind of a small group they called a forum for about over a decade, which is 
anywhere from six to eight people. And every, we meet once a month for half a day. And I tell you, the stuff that I have, the, the time, the intentional times that I spend in that space help me in my life, you know, not just in my career, but also a lot of times personally, because right. we all struggle with stuff, right? Mm -hmm. and, and I think we all struggle with stuff kind of in the dark, I would say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. we, we, we all have this, you know, I, I know I've gone through some stuff last week where I was like, I don't really want to talk to anybody about it, but I should, right? Yeah. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, it's just, it's weighing heavy on my heart. And I probably should just get some perspective. And so this is a space where you can come in and do that if things are heavy, but it's also a space where you can get inspired to literally achieve more, have mm -hmm. more success. I mean, you may already be like, hey, things are really working well. How do I even tweak this so I get another five or 10% more efficiency or another yeah. five or 10? And so it's for that too. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree with everything you said. And I, and I think what's attracted me to this whole thing and what, what I, I'm so drawn to this is because it's steeped in authenticity, transparency, and vulnerability, right? Three things that we kind of suck at as human beings. Right. And a lot of times you see some of these programs, some of the programs that mm -hmm. I've been to, I mean, I know they, they kind of talk about it, but they don't, I don't, I haven't seen it as explicitly put out there saying, look, this is a, a very authentic, transparent, and vulnerable group. And it's scary to be authentic, transparent, and vulnerable, but we understand the power behind all of that, right? Mm -hmm. And that's right. the secret sauce to all of the stuff that we mm -hmm. talk about next level method, that it's steeped in authenticity, transparency, and vulnerability. And that's where the magic starts mm -hmm. to happen. And we, we try to do that when we do this on the show, when we have these conversations mm -hmm. with our guests. I mean, they literally are almost like therapy sessions, we, we, like Matt and I both reveal like very right. personal things because right. it just comes out in this conversation. Right. But that's where, to me, that's where the magic happens, right? And that's what we're hoping is going to happen. And I know it will happen yeah, it because will. all it takes, and Matt and I have both seen this in, in the groups that we've been involved in separate yeah. from this. And we want to have some of that magic is the second somebody kind of opens up the kimono and shows mm -hmm. what's really there, man, you're off to the races. Yeah. And I, I, to me, that is just, I get, Mm -hmm. chills even thinking about it some of the i mean you've seen that yeah in, and in, we're in, gonna we have some amazing uh, uh people that are going to be there kind of leading guiding coaching on stage and off stage mm -hmm. um and they have some amazing stories to tell and and things to share because again it's a shared i i like we kind of coined the a shared learning uh dynamic or shared learning environment and so Literally, it's we're learning from each other lifetime as we go. Mm -hmm. And we do have a specific way we do that. We do have a method. We do, mm -hmm. you know, we work in pods. So three people at a time and those, those people mm -hmm. are on a team. So we're building that connectivity and that community uh, feeling because to get to, to lean into transparency, vulnerability, that needs to be you know, to the level that people want, right? This isn't come, Yeah, it's not this forced. Right, 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 no, right, right. You will reveal. It's not that We're at not all. leaving it's, until... Yeah. Right, <laughs> yeah, until, right. right. Um, it's how far do you want to lean in? But if you want to lean in, there's mm -hmm. people there to support that. And you just meet, like, again, so many cool people are coming to the event yeah. that are on stage and off stage, um, that are in the audience and on the stage. And all of us will be in the audience uh, mm -hmm. to some degree through the thing, learning from each other. So... Yeah, it's 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 powerful stuff, and it's exciting that it's just starting because I've I've always yeah. wanted to do something or be a part of something there in Wichita, and, and the fact that Matt had the courage and, and the and the the foresight to to do this is exciting for me to be, you know, tagging along on the on the coattails of all this. I mean, because I've always wanted to see this happen in Wichita, and it's never really, no one's really ever done it, right? I mean, right. I've seen people try to do things, I mean, and there, but it's always around, and I'm not, and I'm not 
bad mouthing these events, but it's always around the hustle and grind entrepreneurial events, right? Sure. And yeah. How yeah. can we make which the, an entrepreneur? And that, that, that's all great. And we're not competing mm -hmm. with that, but that's all I ever see, it seems like. And mm -hmm. I want to see something that really gets to the heart and soul of, of people because there's a lot of, I don't know, loneliness and desperation out there. I know I feel lonely and desperate a lot of the times, right? Mm -hmm. And and when I get around this type of stuff and we start talking about energy and elimination relationships and purpose, I get energized again, you know, and I go at it another day, you know? And yeah, just yeah. even sometimes, even like when, you know, I was kind of down even this week and then after a podcast and I talked to Matt, you know, <laughs> off off mic, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, yeah, and then I feel energized again. And we, yeah, for I mean, sure. that's just a microcosm. So if we can do right. that with a yeah. full of 200 people, it's so, amazing, right? Yeah, so for... Well, I'm sorry, Landon. Did you have no? We keep me, going. If you're mad, just okay. Kind of been talking. So, no, so this is for, awesome. Not, so, yeah. so lead, leading up to this, I talked about I went to India and I studied with monks every time I went. So I went to the specific university and out in the country in India. And I never wanted. I'll be honest. I never wanted to go to India. Yeah. I never, ever, never once in everything. Yeah, and, and, in any minute, I was like, "Yeah, India." I mean, and I know for some people that's <laughs> right. like the place to go, right? Spiritual enlightenment and you know connectivity, all this stuff. They've been doing like mindfulness for thousands of years, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> for me, it was kind of like that's where I have to go. <laughs> that, that was you know because Tony had been there, so Tony had been mm -hmm. over to India to this specific university. I thought, okay, if Tony went, I guess I'll be brave enough and I'll go. I hated sure. India the first two times I went. I'll be honest, <laughs> I did not like India. It grew on me. But when I was over there, I learned you know mindfulness practice. I learned how to meditate. You know, you can call it prayer, you can call it meditation, you can call it whatever you want. Basically, sitting down and just being real with what's going on inside you and breathing and mm -hmm. relaxing, right? That's what I'm really talking about. And so for five years here in Wichita, I actually every Tuesday night, I had a group that was just people could come in and sit, right? And we had mm -hmm. it just in a building down in kind of close to Delano. And, and, and it was just amazing to see the different people that came through from lawyers, doctors, attorneys, uh, uh, well, I guess attorneys and lawyers are technically the same people, but um, to homeless people, literally. And so you could just wander in, sit down. We would have usually 20 or 30 people. They'd just come in. They'd sit down. I'd talk for a while. We had another business uh, guy here in town who used to own Hogwild. He's since passed, uh, Gary um, Polton. And so Gary would like kind of do uh, like a the meditative part of the of the process and I do kind of the talk I was the talking and he was the silent kind of meditative one and and then we just sat there in silence and kind of meditate for a while and it was just amazing that just in that we built a little community right mm -hmm. and so you know over the course of five years there was hundreds of people that had come through but there was about 20 to 50 basically that would come regularly all the time mm -hmm. and it was just very supportive and very loving and very nurturing uh and when i say nurturing i mean mentally nurturing to just to be around people that were in that space of mindfulness and and wanting to improve their lives wanting right. to lean in yeah and so and then you know i, I got engaged and got married and that just i saw we kind of stopped that because we were sure. taking off on a new direction and so i do miss that component i miss that com community component and that's mm -hmm. part of what we're doing here that's kind of part of what we're rebuilding here yeah, very cool. I guess a couple things that stood out. Yep. Thank you guys for going on. One of, one of the things I've learned through 59 <laughs> episodes so far is if the guest wants to talk, get out of the way because the best stuff's coming. So that's one one lesson I've learned. But um, a couple things that kind of stood yes. out was one, the authenticity, uh, transparency and vulnerability. I think, I mean, 
obviously that's core to, I think going deep in any relationship. Um, and I think as soon as one person starts to, like you said, Richard, kind of reveal what's under the kimono, it's like the people latch onto that and then they're more yeah, willing. Cause for sure. I, I mean, I know myself, like if I don't know somebody super well and even people I know really well, it's like, it's right. very easy to stay guarded and yep. not want to reveal that stuff that you're struggling with. But once somebody else does, you're like, Oh, like you said, I'm not alone. Like I don't have to be alone with this right. stuff. I can get it out and it again, help grow. Um, another thing was kind of the, community-based versus star-based. I, I mm-hmm. haven't heard it put like that before because I was getting kind of like a Tony Robbins-type vibe coming uh-huh. from the yeah, conference idea, which yeah, is yeah. awesome. I, I've it'll never have heard a lot one, of fun. I've, yeah, it'll have fun. It'll have, that energy that. it'll have music and right, it'll, right. it'll have the energy. Yeah, definitely. Right, but there, it's not reliant on one person yep. to lead it, which I think is really, really, really good idea because, again, like, I mean, Tony Robbins is a one-in-a-once-in-a-generation gen, right. type person, and exactly. I think it's awesome to build up that community and let everyone else teach. Um, and then the last thing was uh-huh. the sharing the tools, um, because I think, again, to the authenticity, everybody is truly unique. Nobody's yep. been through the exact same thing as somebody else, and so everybody right. does have something to bring to the table, which I think is really important. But yeah, I agree with you 100% on everything you said there. And But it's also too, and it's probably one of the biggest lessons of, from, from doing podcasting for almost nine years is... Everybody asks me, what's the big takeaway? There's a couple of them come out. One of them is tenacity. We talked about mm-hmm. on the podcast. It's, it's, it's less about talent, more about tenacity. But the, probably the number one is that we all have these kind of – everybody has these limiting beliefs, these mm-hmm. kind of dragons or voices in the head that's always there, and it never really goes away. I've learned that from talking to people who have accomplished some very significant things that all three of us would be like, wow, this guy is amazing or gal is amazing. Yeah. And they've all said to me, "Is like, hey, just get over the fact that you've got limits. They're always there. They're never going to go away, mm-hmm. you know. And and something can trigger it. And you know, I think it was Barbara Corkin on the Shark Tank. I think I shared this story with you before, where she's said she can be in a negotiation. Even I, I asked her. I said, "Well, when does these? When do the voices and the the limiting beliefs mm-hmm. go away?" And she laughed mm-hmm. at me like a a belly laugh. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "They never go away, silly child." You know. <laughs> and she says, "You know, it it didn't take much for her if she can go sideways in a negotiation." And she's back to being that girl in fourth grade who was told by her teachers and her parents that she was dumb and never got more than a D, right? Right. Wow. Yeah. And so she said, just get comfortable with it and realize that when it's there, that that's not you. Right. right. And yeah, so absolutely. that's those are the type of things that I want people to when when they get involved with next level method that just get caught look, we're we're all dealing with it. So let's just get on with it, right? Yeah. You know? So let's not let's stop pretending anymore. And let's get down to the business of living life and, and living yeah. a significant life. And that's what, what we hope by becoming part of Next Level Method that you'll you'll eventually see, right? Right. Yeah, um, definitely. 110%. Yeah. 110%. Right. And it sounds so simple, right? It's just like, okay, <laughs> yeah. just, just move past it, ignore it. But it's like until <laughs> right. somebody or right. you get in a community where you can kind of yeah. talk about that, it doesn't really register. Like you could hear it a thousand times, but until you like get into a relationship or just have that right. conversation with somebody, it doesn't really hit. It, you well, can't, and you can't do it by yourself. Right, I mean, right. I have to be around people. I have, right. when I'm around Matt, when I'm around Maria, when I'm around Amber here, all these other people that are involved with this, you know, I get energized again. And they're, they're people yeah. that I can talk to and say, Hey, you know, I'm struggling with this or what am I doing? I mean, you can do that with, and you need to do that not only with your significant others and everybody else, but mm-hmm. People yeah. that you that you come around with, like friends, right? Mm-hmm. There's so much power behind that. Sorry, yeah. No, no, that. totally, no. I, I agree. I'm. I, yeah, we, we we could just literally be saying the same. <laughs> I mean, it's like we could finish. Each, we're like an old married couple now. We could finish each other's sentences. <laughs> but that's why we that's why we like love working together because it's yeah. we are to, totally and we both get 
fired up and passionate about that. And you know, we ha- we did have Dr. Uh, Devin Brana on the other day, and she was she was talking about we asked her what her purpose was, and her purpose was to shine her light so that others may shine their light brighter. Mm-hmm. And and you know, and that's really the essence of what we're talking about here. It's, yeah, I love that. You know, you know, we, we all um, we all have gifts, we all have talents, we're all. I believe we're all here for a reason. We're here for a purpose. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, you know, of 7 billion people, you're, you are like, as, as you said, Landon, everyone's unique. There's 7 billion little puzzle pieces. Um, mm-hmm. And when we come together, we can kind of take our piece and go, oh, my piece fits next to your piece and next to your piece. And eventually we right. have this beautiful puzzle and we all benefit. We all have a greater sense of purpose. We all have a greater sense of doing good in the world when we do come together in community. And it's not about that you're Republican and I'm Democrat or that, which I'm, I'm not because we're in Kansas, but the, um, <laughs> I'm not saying what affiliation I am, but, the, um, but, uh, but, you know, it's, it's about, uh, yeah, coming together and, and lifting each other up because there's mm-hmm. enough negativity in the world, right? You can go to yeah. social media yeah. and it's all divisive and it's all this against that and, and up, up and down. And it's just all over the board, you know, with COVID, COVID and the virus and the vaccine. And it's just all over the place. And it's like, yeah, but what do we actually want? What do we actually stand? I want to live a more, as Richard put it, significant, purposeful life. Right. And to do that, I got to let go of some of this other stuff that gets positional or, or it locks me into a certain position where I can't move from. And I got to think, what do I really want? I want to love people. I want to be loved by people. I want to contribute. Right. I want to be productive in society and I want to have fun. Yeah. Right. I want to mm-hmm. be around cool. You know, I jokingly wrote this on the board, but it's, it's becoming more and more true. I, I want to do cool things with cool people. Mm-hmm. Right. I want to be around cool people and I want to do cool things and go experience the world with those mm-hmm. people. Right. So let's go, let's go travel. Let's go do some stuff, you know, and have some fun and learn how to be, uh, when I say better, not that we're not great now, but you know, how to be better versions of ourselves. Right. Sure. We, we had a Tanisha on, and I can't remember her last name on the podcast last week. And she said, you know, the, uh, the, the, the higher version of you is waiting for you to let go of the old version of you. Mm. I was just like, and, and she said it more beautifully than I just did, but I was just like, it just that was one of those times where I was just writing tons. I mean, when we do the podcast, I'm writing yeah. tons of notes, and I was just like, "That's right, I I can't really step into my future. I can't really step into the next version of Matt unless I let go of the old version of Matt." And she actually right. kind of equated to at some point the version of Matt that I'm living now was my dream, right? Mm-hmm. To be you know, to be successful, to have businesses, to be married, to have kids, to do this, to that, and all that stuff. But that's an old dream. So what's the dream today? Right, mm-hmm. and I think that that is part of the problem that we've kind of realized doing this is and ta- having these conversations, is that that holding on to that old dream, which wasn't a bad dream, mm. but that kind of starts really fuels kind of some come of this craziness that we see in society, right. right? Because everybody's wanting to plant flags now. I want to go back to the way it was, and I'm like, right. you can't. Right? right, right. And so, but there's so much more that we could do, right? right. We're, yeah. we're always looking forward. And and realizing that it's a never-ending journey, I don't think a lot right. of times I think people think, oh, I'm going to go to this course, or I'm going to sign up for this, so I could plant the flag and say I've arrived and put the feet up on the desk. Right. That, that's not us, right? We want to get look. This is, this is a continue. It's like the yeah. it's, it's yep. like the, the never-ending peak. You're on that mountain mm-hmm. trail, and some people are like, well, what's the point of them? Well, the point is, is that every now and then you get to go to a base camp. You get to put your arms around each other, open up some wine, and say, "Look how far we've come, man! This <laughs> right, is awesome. right, right, good." You know? right. And we suck on some oxygen, and we get recharged, and we get to take a nap, and eat some good food, and we and we have fellowship and and brotherhood and sisterhood and all that. And then we yeah. and then we go, 
hey, look where we got to go tomorrow. <laughs> right, right, exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> but that's life, right? And I think mm -hmm. that's once you start looking at life that way, you're less about planning, starting yeah. tribes and planting flags. Right. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, you know. Yeah, so that's what we want to try to do. Yeah. The other thing too is that that kind of morphed after we started doing this is is kind of at some point um, we're going to create a series because we know there's a lot of people out there like us mm, yeah. who want to help other people. Mm -hmm. is that right. We wanna, Definitely. We're, we're going to create a cadre, a community of coaches. Yeah, life Very coaches. Cool. So so we are certifying life coaches through Next Level Method, and uh, Richard's one of those uh, master coaches. Judy uh, Glover, who will be with us, is one of our master coaches, and we have two others. So we have four total master coaches, but that's what we realize is, you know, a lot of times there's people out there with talent, with gifts, that truly do want to help, that have unique life experiences. They just don't have the confidence or the skill set or the framework to actually implement their knowledge right. into some way to help others. That's really a structured format other than just, you know, visiting with friends. It's like, right. no, if you've been through some tough stuff, if you've been divorced, if you've lost a child, if you're, you know, whatever you've been through, you've got life experience there. If you, if you want to help people, you can come become, you know, get certified in the next level method as a coach, and then you'll mm -hmm. know how to actually do it through a professional format so right. that you can truly empower people other than just saying, well, here's what I did. Um, you know, you can actually walk them, you can walk with them through that process. Sure. Yeah, I love so, that. Yeah, so it's yeah. another aspect of the community that we're right. at, a yep. subset mm -hmm. of the community that we want right. to build is a community of coaches. coaches. Right. Yeah. Particularly those people who are like, God, I'd really like to do this, but I don't know how. Right. So yeah. we want to be kind of that resource to to show them how. And mm -hmm. and, yeah. and and the thought is, you know, we're just planting these seeds and eventually mm -hmm. this is gonna be a, a pretty big movement. That's that's mm -hmm. yeah. And I love uh, the different flywheels. So like there's the podcast where yep. you guys take lessons yep. and reincorporate right. it in. Yeah, right. There's people that might go through this or listen to the podcast yep. or be part of the right. community that then become coaches and it just continues yep. to build. And like you said, the seed example, like that is, I think that's how it starts, right? You just plant right. those seeds and eventually it does become a, a big forest or a beautiful right. garden. And I think that's a yeah. great I idea. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because again, it's it's once you learn it and you see how it affects your life, there's a natural tendency. It's the hero's journey. There's a natural tendency mm -hmm. to want to repay that or pay that gift forward. You're like, yeah. man, this, this is actually working. I want to let people know that it's working so right. that they don't have to suffer in that or they don't have to worry or question or have doubt around it. They can go, oh, okay, yeah. this is the sucky part, but then you take two more steps and there's a decent part. And then you take yeah. two more steps and there's the plateau and we can see a nice valley, right? right. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just heard an example. I don't know, uh -huh. it could have been on your guys' podcast. I don't remember where I heard it, <laughs> but it was talking about the hero's journey. And uh, yeah. I think they, whoever it was was talking about how like uh, like a community in Africa or somebody that's struggling, uh -huh. like you can't go in there and solve the problem for them. Otherwise right. it's just, or like Afghanistan, for example, oh. you can't go in there and just solve it directly for them. You have right. to empower whoever mm -hmm. it is. And so example, to your point, the hero's journey is what reminded me of this. Like you have to be like the Gandalf or the, right, the Obi-Wan <laughs> right. and you have right, to help right. them, but then right. you kind of have to remove yourself from the situation right. and let them grow. Once you, you've empowered them with whatever it is, the knowledge or experience, right. then they have to go on and they have to become the hero because you can't be the hero yeah. for them. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Cause we're, yeah. To the hero's journey, which we love. And in fact, that's one of the first courses that we've released internally at next level method. So when you get, when you download the app, uh, after after the workshop, after the live event, there is actually Richard and I talk about the hero's, um, the hero's journey. journey and that path and what that looks like. Because for me, once I saw the hero's journey, I was like, man, this is why sometimes I'm really excited and fired right. up, and other times I'm like hiding in my room, afraid to leave. Right? right. I mean, because I'm like, the dragon's right outside the door. I don't yeah. want to go out there and get burnt. And so once we saw that hero's journey, or I saw the hero's journey, it was like, 
wow, this is this is actually predictable. It's actually a pattern that we all run. We're all heroes in our own story. Yeah. Some days, and, and maybe for some people, never do they feel like the hero, but we all are, no matter whether you feel like it or not. But we're the heroes in our own journey, and there's a process and a, and a, and a uh, pathway, mm -hmm. predictable pathway that mm -hmm. we go through where we're supposed to feel certain things because we have, it's kind of like you just talked about with Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know, with Luke Skywalker, he had to question whether he had the skills or not, right? Because it mm -hmm. wasn't about anybody else telling him, hey, you're the Jedi. He had to learn it and then know it for himself that, oh, wow, I am the Jedi. Yep. I, you know, I actually, you know, also like the, um, oh, the, uh, oh, Morpheus and the, yeah, the, uh, Neo, yeah. Yeah, Neo. Morpheus and Neo and, and that trilogy where, you know, the, the Oracle and that one tells uh, Neo that he's not the one, right? Mm -hmm. She, she, she's like, I am sorry to tell you, honey, but you're not the one. And he's like, <laughs> you almost, he's almost relieved, but then he's worried then for Morpheus, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you almost have to believe at some point, or maybe you do believe that you're not the one, you're not the hero in your own story until you just have it in your bones. And then you're like, yeah, I guess I am the hero. I mean, nobody yeah. else is going to strap right. up. You know, I've got to pull these straps and put on my own shoes and put on my own pants and yeah. get out there and do it. Yeah, for sure. So, um, so what is the long-term vision for this? So you have this Wichita, Wichita yeah. conference. Are you looking to go nationwide, like a couple uh -huh. times a year? What, where do you guys see this in a couple of years? So, so really the thought is to one, allow the, allow people. So the app originally we had, like you would pay to be a part of the app. We just made like that as free as we possibly could. So 90% mm -hmm. of the content in the app is free. And then if you want individual coaching, you want to learn to be a coach, you know, then you pay for that. Um, but really building this community. So for us, it's not even just uh, nationwide, it's really worldwide. And as yeah, you know, with podcasting, yeah. I mean, we were looking the other day and we've been downloaded this pod, the Next Level Method podcast, has been downloaded in like 23 countries or something yeah. crazy like that. Yeah, it's and, cool and to we see. Even, yeah, yeah, it's like, wow, that's crazy. So for us, it's how do we inspire the world mm -hmm. and how do we continually build this connect, this connectivity and this community? And we're, and, and the app, uh, isn't a app for app sake. The app is a way for us to stay in community, right? It's sure. stay in communication. So it's not like mm -hmm. you go to the app and that's going to solve your all your problems. It's not that at all. Yeah. It's like this just allows us to stay in community. So we mm -hmm. come into these live events, and we also will, we have speakers coming into the app that will be doing live events sure. um, that we've sourced here on the podcast that are great resources. I mean, as you as you know from doing podcasting, it's just amazing some of the speakers you or it's not speakers people, human beings you have come on yeah, and they have some amazing talents and they just need a bigger audience to kind of share those talents with. Yeah, so that's absolutely. part of our vision. It's the best way to rapidly network is to right. have a podcast. It really <laughs> is. Yeah. You connect with people that would be impossible otherwise. Mm -hmm. It really is. I remember, yeah, when I interviewed you last time, you mentioned like Jocko or like since then you've had like Matthew McConaughey, right, which yeah, yeah. people might think, I mean, if you haven't been paying attention the last 20 years, you might just see him as kind of the rom-com guy or whatever, but it's like, he, I just finished reading his, or listening to his audiobook a month or two awesome. back. It's unbelievable. And it's like, you would right. never know how, how in depth that thought was, but like, he's basically like the highest level of celebrity, basically. And so it's cool that you have a chance to learn from those people. And yeah, it's, it's really cool. Definitely. Um, I tell you, though, podcasting geekdom, it's harder. It's so much harder now to get guests than it was is five it? years ago. I think, well, it's because, you know, three million podcasts. It's yeah. Just, it is, it's harder. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody has a podcast, you know. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Well, right. I remember because you, uh, Matthew McConaughey was on yours, but he was on, he was doing the circuit, right? So right. he was on 10 others within plus or minus three to four weeks. So yeah, right, it, I'm right. sure it is harder. Yeah. yeah. That makes yeah, sense. Just, but you got to be consistent behind the scenes to mm -hmm. 
Yeah. You know, I was, you know how it is. You yeah, I was going to ask you, Richard, how do you balance that? So you have essentially two podcasts now. Mm -hmm. How do you balance? Like if you have like a Jocko, do you have him on Dose of Leadership? Is that done yeah, and you're moving strictly to this or – yeah, it's kind of a, it's weird, right? Because we that's the thing that Matt and I were trying. Well, how do we do this? How do we, you know? And so yeah, it it has been. Uh, what's been great is that at, with Next Level Method, with Matt and his resources, we've got a resource team that you know I can go. Hey, let's think about this person. I can go to I can go to Maria or Amber, mm -hmm. Maria primarily for the bookings, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. and she's like, yeah, we got him in this one, and so yeah. And so initially we thought, and I've been doing this, and I said, well, I'll just dual promote so I can siphon some of the dose of leadership, so I can steer, not necessarily siphon, but steer yeah, absolutely, some yeah. dose of leadership listeners over mm -hmm. over to this. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. At some point we'll see, you know, maybe it just gets morphed into this all, all in one. Who knows what, what will happen with dose. But it is sure. it's more challenging, right, yeah. to do dose and do this. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm drawn to this. And when Matt, I met, maybe it's one of the universe things, but when I'm, was talking with Matt, I was sitting, I was like, what do I do with dose? Because I'm sitting there going, dose is like, I, I got to do something different because be quite honest, doing eight years and 500 conversations with people about leadership, there's nothing new under the sun. I'm sorry. <laughs> right, right. There's nothing against people writing leadership books and this and that leadership principles just exist, right? They've existed since the dawn. They're almost like laws of gravity. <laughs> right. 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 So no one's going to come in. I'm sorry. Nobody's going to come in with a brand new set of of law of leadership right. tools that's going to like wow you know <laughs> right yeah they, right. they just exist and i think everybody would agree with that and that and that's what i love about next level methods like we're not sitting there going this is our patented process that no one thought of we take there's so many tools out right. there right mm -hmm. and that's what we that, and that's mm -hmm. what we openly say is like look this is what worked for me like you know mm -hmm. uh edmund's uh, three vital questions which, yep. which maybe some people heard have haven't heard of but something that, mm -hmm. which again kind of kismet like the universe put three vital questions in my lap. And just through lunch, we were talking on a, on the third or fourth. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, you do that. Oh, so we were talking about, we like, wow. I, yeah. Oh, fairly and we, and, obscure, and, not, not obscure, but only a hundred thousand or so copies of this book published. Richard and I had both not only read it, but we'd also taught it. And we're very first. Like, <laughs> right. And I, sure. and it was impactful for me. Right. And it was impactful for him. <laughs> right. And I'm like, well, I know who our first guest is going to be. <laughs> and, and, it so was, we, yeah. and it was, we, we got the author that's of that. Three that's vital awesome. Questions yeah. In the book. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Awesome. Um, that's most of what I have. You guys covered a lot. Yeah. I know I've taken up a lot of your guys' time. Thank you guys so yeah. much for coming on. Um, yeah. I, I do wrap up with one question every time. Sure. So Richard, sure. don't remember what you said last time, but I'm going to ask you again. Um, <laughs> but if you, each of you can take a turn, but what does yeah. Wichita mean to you? Well, it's home for me for sure. You know, I mean, I was born and raised here and I, and I, I'll be honest when, when me and my wife, my wife's from here too. And, and when I got in the Marine Corps and got commissioned, I couldn't wait to get out of here. You know, this was two, this was 19, uh, when was that? Oh my gosh, 1991, 92, I left Wichita and I was never going to come back. We were like, ah, I'm so tired of this mm -hmm. city, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so we lived all over the country, right? I mean, it was great. You know, before we had kids, we lived in four different cities, traveled all over the United States and lived, then we kind of planted roots in Southern California, land of milk and honey, right? In Orange <laughs> County, California. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, we were going to live there, you know? And then um, my mom was sick, and I got hired by the airlines. And I said, mm -hmm. "Well, let's let's just get closer to home." And then mm -hmm. when my mom dies, we'll move to Dallas. And when I got an American, blah blah. And then nine eleven happened, and I stayed here. And you know, we got more entrenched. We had two more kids here, so I had four kids total. And I got to tell you, when you see it, it was great that I got the experience. And and then plus being in the Marine Corps, being a pilot, I've I mean, I've been in everywhere. everywhere. 
and you realize how great of a place this really is. I mean, we are really fortunate. My kids are sitting there saying, God, it's so boring here. I'm like, yeah, I guess. But, you know, I would hate living in California right now. I would mm -hmm. absolutely be miserable if right. I was living in that that show there. You know, it would be miserable. You know, you yeah. couldn't even afford it, number one. And then just, it's just crazy. Yeah. I wouldn't want really, to, you know, yeah, it'd be great to have the beach, this and that. But you know what? I can get on a plane tomorrow and go take my kids to the beach if I want exactly. to. Literally, I can. So. The cost of living here is great. The city's great. And the city has changed so much in the last 25 years. It's amazing. I mean, in, in 1987, I couldn't drive downtown. When we used to drag Douglas back in the day, we used to drive. Yep. And you wouldn't, where Old Town and all that stuff is, where the, you know, the Larkspur and mm -hmm. all, you, you would, sometimes you turn around right, right past that bridge by Union Station, you turn around kind of where the Larkspur and all that stuff is. Mm -hmm. And banded buildings, you know. People, drug addicts sitting back. You wouldn't want to be back there. Right. And now look at it. Yeah. You know? And oh, look yeah. at the people living down there. Mm -hmm. It's just amazing. It's, Wichita is, is, is a gem of a city. And I love the passion and the enthusiasm, particularly about landing about guys your age and, and younger. Mm -hmm. You guys, and I, I attribute it to, to what you guys are doing. You know, mm -hmm. opposed from us fifty-year-olds, right? Don't point at me. Don't, yeah, don't, don't you're point almost fifty. I'll be fifty-three, right? And <laughs> and and the fact that you can see—I was talking to somebody the other day when I'm consulting with this liquor store. Yeah, in the Wichita shirts. Yep. How many people? The Wichita shirts, the flags. No one flew the Wichita flag when I was no. a kid. Right. And now you're like, oh yeah. And the the pride in the city. I think it's uh, this is a, a gem, and I'm excited to see where where the city is is going. I, I wouldn't want to. I mean, the cost of living, everything else. I just wish yeah. winter wasn't coming. That's the only thing. <laughs> in the wind. Winter's in the wind are the only thing I really hate about Wichita. But but it's it's a great place to live. It's a great place to raise a family. Sorry, that was a long answer. No, it was great. We could yeah. run that as a I want to live in Wichita commercial. I think that, exactly. Uh, I think go Wichita or whatever. I got that, well, that Wichita jingle in my head now. Yeah, you I should. Go to the Wichita. Oh, I agree with everything Richard said. I think you know Wichita is one of those places. I've I've got friends who have moved here from different parts of the country, California, and you know East Coast, wherever, and they're always like, "Wow, it's just so nice to not have the traffic and the mm -hmm. and, and and just the noise, right?" And when I say noise, not just the the stuff you can hear, but just it's a, just a I won't say it's a slower pace, but to some degree it kind of is yeah. a slower pace, um, where you can go out in nature and go do stuff, and you know we're 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 not just boxed up into this tiny little container. Um, you know the skies are beautiful; it's wide open. I I've got kids now, so definitely from a a parent aspect or a family aspect, you couldn't ask for a better environment to raise kids. There's so many educational. I mean, there's all, all these schools available now that weren't mm -hmm. available, you know, back in the day. And and I agree with Richard also that I think a lot of the revitalization is happening from a younger generation. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, you know, back in the day, and, and I've been in business groups where we've talked about this, back in the day, there were kind of those iconic entrepreneurs that kind of put Wichita on the map to some degree, mm -hmm. um, even with the aircraft industry food industry, aircraft industry, stuff like that. And then there was kind of a little bit of a gap there where things mm -hmm. kind of got a little tired, kind of quieted down, right? Mm -hmm. sure. And now we see now in the last several years, this resurgence of energy around, um, and I call it almost entrepreneurial energy, but in all shapes and sizes of people mm -hmm. starting companies or collectively going together for projects. I mean, it, it seems like it's becoming more and more a community, not just a city. Right. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
Awesome, guys. Well, thank you so much. Um, I'll be sure to kind of link up everything, nextlevelmethod.com, right? Um, The conference is on October 15th. It's free for everybody in Wichita, so Uh we'll make sure to get the word out um, and just share everything. Again, appreciate it. Hopefully, I can have you guys on a couple years or before that, we can talk more about it. But thank you. Thank you so much, Liam. Can I put the link in there, nextlevelmethod.com slash core4? There we go. Perfect. Yep. And I'll make sure to link that up. So thank you, guys. Have a good one. Thank you. Thanks, Landon. Thank you again to everyone that listened to this episode of the Wichita Life Podcast. If you enjoyed, please rate and review our podcast on whatever app you use. If you have any recommendations, please reach out at wichitalifeict at gmail.com. Thanks again.